0: your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about making sure that you choose people in your life who choose you back. How many times have you kept going in a relationship, whether it was romantic or a friend or a family member, and you found that the other person wasn't putting in the same effort? Today's stories will give you the motivation to stand up for what you deserve—a relationship that's based on mutual respect and effort. So Elizabeth Yeter wrote a great story for Chicken Soup for the Soul BU about why you should choose people who choose you back. She'd been friends with a guy named Joseph for about 18 months, and it had started out great because they had a lot of shared interests and they were getting together every couple of weeks. And then that changed to getting together every week, but then something changed. And Joseph stopped responding to her texts in a timely way. Sometimes it would take him days to respond. And he was also pushing off their planned get-togethers. So when he texted out of the blue and said that now he wanted to catch up and he was excited to see her, Elizabeth was cautious. She says, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that things had always been one-sided with me putting in more effort. So the ball was in my court. Well, actually, the ball had always been in my court but I had bought the lie that I had no power in my relationships. She realized she had a choice. She could turn the other cheek and she could see Joseph despite his lack of attention to their relationship in recent months. But she realized that she had rights. She says, the relationship doesn't exist for me to please Joseph and make sure he's always satisfied with our interactions. When she thought about writing him back a cheery text that agreed to a meeting, she realized that that felt like a violation of her as if she'd be demeaning herself if she responded that way, as if his behavior was okay. So here's what she sent back instead. She wrote, no worries and no thanks for next week. I'm choosing people who choose me. And then she took it one step further because she was not going to waste another moment of her time, mental energy, or emotions second-guessing her decision. She deleted his number and she blocked him on all her social media. She says, now I'm choosing people who choose me, and Joseph, quite frankly, had been choosing Joseph all along. I love that Elizabeth did that. Women tend to be peacemakers, and we always second-guess ourselves about standing up for our rights. And now, here's another story about a woman who took back control of her life It's by Dr. Trisha Wolanin, who talks about the couches she's had in her life as a way of showing how she's become a stronger person. So when she finished graduate school and moved in with a boyfriend in New York City, they started out with his hand-me-down couch that had traveled with him throughout his moves across the country. In fact, the whole home was furnished according to his taste and that of his godfather, and Trisha didn't have any say. When that boyfriend turned into her fiancé and they moved to the West Coast, they purchased a dark brown leather L-shaped couch. It looked like every other trendy but conservative couch that they saw in their friend's apartments. It showed the world they had made it. Trisha didn't like it, but her fiancé was just out of rehab, jobless, and caring for his mother who had cancer. So she bought the couch that he wanted. And that couch moved with them to Hawaii the following year and into a fancy Honolulu high rise. Things weren't going well, though, and they ended up selling the couch to help pay for a move back to the mainland. The fiance became the husband, but he was dealing with a lot of issues from losing his parents and jobs. So eventually, Trisha found herself living in England, trying to pay the bills they'd run up for fancy things like leather couches. And then they did it again. They bought a too expensive leather couch, one that made them look like accomplished, stable adults. Well, that couch outlasted the marriage, which failed when Trisha's husband moved back to the States for his dream job. So now Trisha was alone, and it was time for her to finally assert herself and replace that heavy brown leather couch with something that was for her, not for her ex husband. So what did she buy? A bright white totally impractical couch, one that she would have never bought with her husband. Trisha says, "There is nothing sensible about a white leather couch, which is exactly why I purchased one. She was reclaiming her identity and what better way to start than by rejecting the legacy of all those ugly couches that she never wanted. So that kind of self-discovery is what Chicken Soup for the Soul BU is all about. Women standing up for their rights, realizing what they deserve in relationships, and affirming their likes and dislikes and identities. You'll find plenty of role models and advice in these pages to help you make the best possible version of you, with 101 stories of affirmation, determination, and female empowerment. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, be you, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button you'll see the book there and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. And you can pick up a copy wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Amazon. I'm Amy Newmark, and I hope you'll join us for our next episode. We'll be looking at relationships again, but this time through two stories about when love starts with laughter from our new humor book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Read, Laugh, Repeat.